Hello and welcome to the Great Longboat Podcast. I'm Igor, your host, moderator, and only permanent member of the band Longboat. Today, we explore the title track from 2018's Come and Get Your Christmas. Folks, it's the end of November. I'm speaking to you from November 30th, 2020, and it's Perfectly okay to play Christmas music now. Uh, I give myself usually the point of demarcation, at least for Come and Get Your Christmas, is November 15th. Still seems a little bit early. But after Thanksgiving, everything is nice and legal. And of course, you know, there's it, it all goes up till Christmas, but once again, nice and legal till New Year's. And I mean, there's Orthodox Christmas after that, but I don't know whether there are any real bona fide Orthodox Christmas carols that we have incorporated into the canon. I know there's the Ukrainian carol, um, but it's that that's just you know this repetitive choral stuff that da 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 da. Yeah, that that one drives me nuts. Sorry, guys. Um, but here is here I have for you. I have recorded a set of songs, twelve and all, that are all originals. They're all about one aspect or another of Christmas. I did this in 2018. Uh, we it was, you know, this is the this is the great tradition in Christmas music that you. Uh, you record your Christmas album either late spring or early summer. And I recorded late spring in May. And I, I rem- this album I recall with great fondness. I had just actually gotten married uh, right before. And uh, we didn't go on a honeymoon until October. So we, we got married right at the end of April. And recorded I recorded this at the in the beginning of May also along with a Seven Hills album the first one the Paris Raid and it seemed like a very these were the only two albums from 2019 it seemed like a very very light year or to 2018 sorry uh yes two albums from 2018 two albums from 2017 too but this you know, 2019 was four albums, 2020, this year, which continues to struggle along and um, present its its tragedies and abominations to us on a daily basis. This, uh, this year was six albums. Next year is not going to be as many. And I'm, I'm tell you this because I'm writing those albums right now. And, you know, there, there, there are all these, these points where you switch your work mode. And today is switching my work mode from writing music to writing lyrics. And generally, the first few days of writing lyrics go very poorly. That's just tradition. So I'm stealing myself for that. And uh, knowing that I will probably get these songs written. Of course, my... Workload is much lighter than it was last year where I was writing lyrics in September and worrying that uh, whether I would get 
them all done. And I was still, of course, writing writing lyrics in January because I was I, I there were albums that I was trying to avoid. I was uh, I was trying to avoid the lyrics to uh, the the one album Out of Place, which will be coming out next year, just because I f- didn't feel like I was really expressing myself well enough in the first few iterations. And I think I hit it rather well. I haven't listened to the album in, in, in several months. I mean, when I say rather well, I mean how I feel about it. How you feel about it is up to you. And with that, and so anyhow, the, the, the lyrics will... The, the lyrics will start, I, I will start writing lyrics. And of course, you know, I, my goal is to write lyrics for three tunes a day. And I don't know how many are going to be on these. It's it's for two albums. I don't know how many songs are going to be on these albums. And uh, I, what I'm trying to do is just keep songs that sound similar to each other out of the mix or have one and then discard the other or if it's about something it's a if it's about a topic that really is integral to the content of the album then uh, you know maybe rewrite it or do something to make it to to carve out a place for it and I'm not saying that I write music that sounds the same. It's that I tend to write songs in pairs. And for for this particular album, I've chosen these pairs, and sort of, and and they are in. It, it, I have to differentiate them. They're not. They sound similar, but they are not the same. And I hope you understand that. So with that, um, and in as a matter of interpretation, we come to the song Come and Get Your Christmas. It is, as I mentioned, the title song to the album of something that I was wanting to do for several years. So what you have is you have a, a songwriting evolution going on here. It is a mixture of live instruments and electronic instruments. Some songs, there are a few that are completely electronic, uh, but most of them sort of walk the edge between electronic and a, a nice mix of electronic instruments and live instruments. And this song is one of them. Uh, your the, your electronic instruments are the electric piano, the dun, 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 and, and also all mallets, all mallet instruments. When you hear something that sounds like a glockenspiel, that is a sampled glockenspiel. It is a virtual glockenspiel. Or if you disparage electronic instruments, no, it can also be known as a robo glockenspiel. And also, the, all the all the chimes are 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 sampled too. And if you have, if you listen to the chime itself, uh, if you isolate it. It does. It is not impressive. It is not impressive at all. But if you have instruments in front of it, and if you have a an audio engineer who knows how to uh, equalize these these things, so it it there is a you know nice fat mid range to it, and uh, and 
then you have something that sounds remarkably like a chime and like you know somebody brought a, a you know one of those actual chime sets into the uh, into the studio and yeah i we actually had those we had those in in high school we had we had new chimes and they had like their own hammers and they the the hammers were actually made with like rawhide the same sort of stuff that your dog would chew on and um and then I, we had them in college and they were a lot more rickety but uh you know our our hall was our music hall was of course meaning hall uh, at the university of washington and the acoustics were a lot better so it didn't rickety didn't matter we were always sort of restringing them because it seemed like they were all going to just fall off and collapse because they're held together with string and there's a damper pedal that you you hit and and uh, you step on and then of course you you strike the chime and you get a nice chime like sound but the, that is not the case in this album anywhere in this album it's all virtual and uh yeah and it it, it becomes not even really a, an issue for you know it, <laughs> integrity's sake i thought about renting chimes and i and it was just it was not necessary they're 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 window dressing and you know with a lot of <laughs> i i i and my goal was to have pop songs sound like Christmas songs. You know, you cannot rewrite White Christmas. That is impossible. I mean, it's possible, and people did try to do it. And you know, there are there there are other songs. Uh, I'm I'm not exactly sure like the what they date from, but you know, like I'll Be Home for Christmas, which I don't like. Um, and uh, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, uh, which, you know, it's that, that, that's maybe a little bit more up-tempo and jaunty. Um, I'm neutral about it. There's a lot of Christmas music that I'm neutral to. Some I like. I mean, a good version of Silent Night? Yeah, okay. Let's, let, that's, um, and, you know, for a lot of this, the strength is in the arrangement. The strength is in the interpretation. Uh, and so since this, these are all, these will probably all be new to you, all these songs, I'm going to do four this month because, hey, I can. Um, then, you know, just listen to them over and over and over again. And, and they will seem like old friends. Promise you this. So what was I trying to get at with this tune? Well, you know, it started with as a sort of folksy uh, feeling song start, and um, and I believe I, you know, I was just thinking around one day. Uh, I made this. I heard a tune somewhere. I thought a chord progression sounded cool, so I. I made a song start and that was it for a long time. I believe this, this tune probably sat on the shelf for, I don't know, th four or five years, three or four 
I, I, I don't know when I actually wrote, wrote this because what I do with song starts is I write them and I forget them because that is the best way. Uh, I don't get overly attached to songs that I start. And just because I start them doesn't mean they're going to be finished. But they could be a snippet of melody with no harmonic accompaniment. They c- could be a beat. I've I've written songs that were ju- that just came from beats, and you know I listen to that schizophrenia of the moment, uh, which, you know, which I call, which is sort of my inner ear telling me uh, that there is a tune in this, and then I start I start picking my way through it, and it it becomes a tune. It's a lot of hard work because it's not just a tune you have you have your verse your chorus and then you expand out you, you might have an intro you might have an outro you might have to write a bridge but that's where the hard work comes in and you know it's like you if you want this tune to become something you will you will work you will fight for it you will advocate for it and that I, I felt that there was a lot of that. I was doing a lot of that for this because I wanted this album to happen. I had been planning for it. I, I had written a couple of tunes, and then and I had I don't know like five, and then I I just knew that I had to write more, and I went through my song starts. And, and found some that could be Christmas appropriate. And I think at that point I had a, maybe 11 tunes and then I had to delve into this. I, I had to uh, really lean hard on this one tune that was, it was all electronic. It's, it's called uh, No Cult Clothes for Christmas. And, you know, it's, it's kind of reflected. It reflects a, a sentiment that I had when I was a kid that any Anytime anyone gives you clothes for Christmas, it's a wasted gift. So, you know, it's like grandparents give you clothes for Christmas. It's like, ah, crappy, crappy gift. Uh, You know, you just want toys. You just want stuff you can ride around too. You know, bikes or those pedal cars. I always wanted a a pedal car, like more than anything. And yeah, did not happen. It's okay. I I have grown into a well-adjusted adult despite that but yeah and I and I had to lean really hard on that one and um at times it sounds like it belongs in the album and other times it doesn't if I'm if I'm thinking more critically maybe it doesn't but everything else is it's whether it's all electronic or mixture or all live it's you know these I, I think more than any album, this they sort of share a kinship, and um, and they, they talk about the holiday season, and this is this is addressing it on on its most basic level. This song, that you know, Christmas is kind of a state of mind. Uh, it it is an event. There are there are religious aspects to it, but. It's a state of mind, and you need to make yourself happy. Uh, and and if you try 
all these other things for, you know, solstice, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, um, you know, any other, any other thing. And, you know, if they don't work for you, you know, Christmas will be waiting here. Uh, and, and, and you can, you can come and get it anytime you want. And it, it, it's fine. It will welcome you. And I just wanted to kind of, I, I, this is, it's, it, it's as non-religious as I can make it. I even sort of reject the whole, uh, religious aspect of it. Um, sure there's dogma in ancient lore, but that's not what we came here for. And, and... I, I just, I was hoping for one song to embody the the feeling of the season, and in a you know in a secular way, and also to, that had has some spirit. It has some oomph. It has it has ha- it it sounds happy, and that is this song. And I'm you know I'm super proud of this album, and I and this song kind of. You know, when it came time to write lyrics, this song was a bear because I didn't exactly know what I was that. See, that's that's when it becomes when you know, writing lyrics is horrible because when you don't know what you want to say, you it, it generally yields a a cliche ridden snarky smart alecky uh lyric and unless you know you're trying for snar- snarky and smart alecky and then but but for this one i wanted i wanted something sincere and uh and and you know it's sort of like the christmas is the mainstream alternative once you've once you've cycled through everything else um, you know, a traditional Christmas might be something that's appealing. I'm not saying that, I mean, you make your own choice. It's, it's up to you. And, you know, um, don't listen to Donald Trump. <laughs> I mean, people still do at this point. Um, you know, here we are, uh, almost, what is it? Four weeks from four from the election and yeah uh <laughs> anyhow there will be a point when donald trump is not the president and and uh, hopefully he will go away uh but he is he is such a needy man that there that is a the prospects for that are pretty bleak but anyhow you may i i as you, if you've listened to these podcasts since the election, I've I've talked about him less and less, and and pretty soon I will not talk about him at all, and and won't that be a happy day? But it's up to you to decide how to how your Christmas is going to be, and I've I tr- tr- for me this time of the year has traditionally been the happiest the absolute happiest i love the short days i love the cold weather i and and here in uh puget sound region 
I live in Seattle, in case you don't know that. Um, it, it is, it is, it can be very, very gloomy here. And I don't mind that at all. It, I, I actually really like that. Uh, the summertime, I have the most problems in the summertime, like motivating myself to do anything. And it's not because, you know, I'm laid prostrate by the heat. Uh, it is just because I operate on some sort of different calendar than everyone else. A lot of people have, have that happening now when the days are shorter. I am I'm quite the opposite. I'm a very energetic, I'm very energetic. I am very optimistic. I, and, and it doesn't have to do with albums coming up or anything like that because I've always been like this. And I've, yesterday I decorated our apartment, uh, put up lights in the windows and put up the tree. And, you know, my wife is fine with that. But we're gonna, you know, we're also gonna have ourselves a full service Hanukkah too, because that's that's uh, that's her tradition, and I can't wait for it. Uh, this will be my fourth Hanukkah, uh, because yeah, we met in 2016, and uh, yeah, my my fourth Hanukkah, my third with actually like singing and lighting candles, and I love it, uh, I, and and. Um, and, you know, I like Christmas. I haven't, you know, had uh, encountered a, a traditional Kwanzaa or anything like that. But, uh, you know, uh, I I do like this season very much. And, you know, we just had Thanksgiving here in the U.S. And I went up to my, my parents' place and made my mom chicken and dumplings. And um, my lovely wife made salad. And we had brownie cake for dessert and it was very nice and I turned on all the Christmas lights that I set up in in the yard there and yeah I like Christmas lights I like I like setting up Christmas lights I, I like it's just it's just nice and uh, our the bar across the the, the way has a actually really nice uh, Christmas setup and of course now in Seattle there are uh, uh, increased measures against COVID, and uh, and so you have no indoor dining. But bars are still open, and people and they have sidewalk seating, and a lot of them don't have heaters or anything like that. But I'm thinking sometime this week I want to just go and have a beer outside there, and uh, it just kind of bask in in the lights. Uh, they they did a nice job and also you just know, sort of look up at the lights in my apartment our apartment sorry um and um you know kind of hit hit a seasonal zen uh mindset and i'm i i, I really like this time of the year and uh, i don't have a whole lot of christmas shopping to do but I do like to give my lovely wife um, everything <laughs> that she wants uh, within reason uh, because she is, she is a very good person to give gifts to. And I am a, I am a person who loves to give gifts. And, and it's not a material thing. It's, I, I think of it kind of as a utilitarian uh, 
uh, sort of approach where if I give it to you, I want it to make you happy and I want it to be useful too. Even if it's decorative, even if it's like a ceramic pin. Uh, last year I gave her, you know, she li- likes to play pinball. So I gave her a ceramic pin of a pinball machine. And she, of course, wears that all around. She wears it every time she goes to play pinball. And uh, yeah, that's, and th- that's, that's pleasing. And, uh, but with Hanukkah, you know, that you have a, a large volume of gifts that you give. And it's tough to, uh, to track which gifts you gave which year. And uh, whereas with uh, Christmas, I kind of save the bigger ones for then, for, for that time. And, um, and so I remember which Christmas gifts were when. And this will be our second, third, third Christmas here in, in um, lovely, in this, in this lovely top floor apartment, uh, top floor of three floors. And um, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. But let's get to the, the tune here. Um, we have, uh, have R.L. Heyer on acoustic guitar. We have Joe Doria on piano, making a rare appearance on piano. He's usually, a, uh, he's a, he is a wonderful B, Hammond B3 player, but I just need him for on piano for this. Um, Chris Seimer on bass, Devon Lewis on drums. I'm on electronics and the wonderful, warm, uh, incredible backing vocals at the end are Ryan Leva stacked up on top of himself. Um, as he does so skillfully. Um, Floyd Reitzma is, was our very capable engineer, and it was uh, mastered, of course, by the great Ed Brooks at Resonant Mastering. This is Come and Get Your Christmas. Your Hanukkah's kind of blah Then try this Come and get your Christmas If your solstice fest fails the test Find your bliss Come and get your Christmas Yes, it's here and that isn't news Thanks to all of its great reviews Be hyper or nonchalant Make this time into what you want your Christmas if your druid right starts a fight find your bliss come and get your Christmas it's king of the holidays and not just a passing phase the more that you buy and spend will make it less fun my friend 
isn't really a Jesus thing When kids and animals start to sing Sure there's dogma and sacred lore But that's not what we came here for And if wicked to-do's are a snooze Then try this Come and get your Christmas And if pagan thugs offer awkward hugs Find your bliss Come and get your Christmas Come and get your Christmas Come and get your Christmas now So I don't know does that improve your view of Christmas I mean, there there are there are a lot of negatives out there. Materialism, just greed, the the sort of grabbiness, the the feeling entitled to presents and things like that. Uh, you know, the, yeah, sure. And but there is there are other aspects of the holiday, and I'm trying to highlight them. And yeah, so that this is the this is the kind of thesis statement from this album, and um, I think that it 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 diverges wildly. There is some you know bad. Uh, there, there's some alternate history, and and that's in the second track. That's all the way to Bethlehem about jazz musicians wandering around the desert and encountering Mary and Joseph. And uh, and following them into Bethlehem and being the being their sort of house band, uh, and and I'm I'm actually not going to play that. I have all the songs that that uh, are that I'm planning on doing, and that's not one of them. Um, there, are, I I did the uh, an interview for the Old Man Freak Boy show, and this is uh, uh, out of uh, Utica, New York, in a, on a from a college station there. And we're using three completely different, or two completely different songs for that. So if I, and there are 12 songs in the album. So if I do four every year, I am, I am estimating that by the time I'm done with this, this podcast is done dealing with all the Christmas songs, I probably will have another Christmas album out. That's, that's kind of how I am that that's this how I'm kind of rolling right now. Things could change. Things always change. I always go into a year thinking, okay, this is this is kind of how I would like to approach it musically, and it always uh, there's always something in the middle of the year, usually recording, that steers me on a different path. Uh, for for some reason, just the act of recording. Uh, it kind of cleans the slate and and note of, it, it it turns me on to things that I I that weren't important previously, but suddenly kind of come into focus. I think okay, this is <laughs> I apologize. It is it is a way of focusing the mind. That that the the long and short of it. That is the way you do it, and uh, I, I really do want to write another Christmas album, and also, you know, 
and I'm I'm going to say this over and over and over again, so you're going to get very tired of it, but it is a positive statement that after having seen and encountered dystopia, and I don't think anyone will argue that we are, we are not in dystopian times, after having encountered it, and I see it every single day, I live in Seattle, and you walk around and you have just, it's just graffiti everywhere. You have you have this visual noise, this visual ugliness. You have an ugly political climate. You have you have the 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 you know the ugliest person in this entire country who is the head of the government. And I don't mean like physically. I mean just everything about this guy is ugly. And, you know, some people interpret it as strength. Okay, you can do that. But it's, uh, I see it as pure ugliness. And I want, for 2021, I want to start embracing the beautiful. I know that maybe that seems Pollyannish, Anna-ish. Maybe it seems naive. And I have you know, I have some, some music that's, you know, not maybe that beautiful coming out next year, but I want to start doing that. I have uh, album 28 that I'm making preliminary plans uh, for, and I want, I, I want these tunes to sound beautiful. This is long-term planning. So album, album 21 isn't even out yet. Um, in case you're wondering. Album 7, album 14, album 21, all string arrangements. Has, have they, string arrangements, live instruments, you know, pop songs with string arrangements. And album 28 is going to be pop songs with string arrangements too. But I want them to be beautiful. I want this music to sound beautiful. Uh, there are moments in album 14... There are, there are moments in album 21 that are, I am just, you know, that kind of take my breath away. And it would be nice to have an entire album where every song has that power. And so I just want, I want to embrace beauty. Because um, we have seen, we have seen what happens uh, when you, you cross to the other side. And I think I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, We'll be back next week with more of this, uh, of, of this album that I, I really quite like. Um, And so if in the meantime, you want to get in touch with me, uh, the ad, my email address is longboatpodcast, all one word at gmail.com. You can stream this whole album to see if I actually have accomplished yeah, anything, or if it gives you any kind of Christmas vibe, uh, if I've you know accomplished a, uh, my mission in conveying some sort of feeling of the season at uh, longboat.bandcamp.com, stream for free. And if you if you like a song, if you're particularly um, fond of a tune, you can just you 
download it, 99 cents or something like that. And um, yeah, so that's that's it. Um, thank you very much for joining me. Uh, and as I say, if you don't like this track, I have others. Thanks again. Bye-bye.